guys, welcome back to the Blood and Black Rum Podcast. I'm Ryan from ColtSploitation.com, and I'm joined with my co-host Martin. How's it going? And uh, today we've got a little treat for you, a little early Thanksgiving present. Um, Thanksgiving's coming up really soon, actually. It, it doesn't really seem like it. it. seems like it's just it was just Halloween. We just got done with the, the uh, Halloween series that we were doing, um, all of the remakes for Remake Ween. But, nope, here we are, only a week away from Thanksgiving, and... Um, it's pretty exciting. I like Thanksgiving. How about you? I usually work it. But at least you have. So, so, so I, I usually just like, meh. But you do, generally, even if you do work Thanksgiving, they they give you a Thanksgiving meal, right? At, well, I don't work Thanksgiving now because I don't work that shift. Yeah. And plus on Thanksgiving I've, at the DC, they the volume's so low, they're done by like 8 o'clock. So yeah, they're, they're out of there nice and early, but but generally, like during the weekend when you do work, they're like they kind of give you all a little Thanksgiving feast. No, they don't. I thought you said that they did last year. I thought they gave you some turkey last year. No, for Christmas they do. Oh, maybe it was Christmas. I'm thinking. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was Thanksgiving. But Christmas they do like a special a little, special lunch and spread. They, yeah, have like you know, but no, they do give us a turkey though. Yeah, butterball. They, they <laughs> Walmart doesn't cheap out. We get cheap ones for our work. They do give us like small turkeys to take home, but all I know is after picking a bunch of them, the last thing is on my mind. Like, oh <laughs> yeah. boy, I, I'd love a, tur- a turkey now. I re- it's more like just give me a box of stuffing. And yeah. <laughs> well, um, what do you do for Thanksgiving then? Just the Sit around with the family and watch football. I no, because I don't. I fucking hate the Cowboys. So I'll never sit down and watch a cowboy game, and the lines are just always dreadfully bad. So I don't know. I always... and, and, and to be honest with you too, especially now that I'm getting old, more older, when it, especially when it comes to football, if it's not the Bills, I just can't care. I can't be like so. Mm. Like like before, I used to be able to watch Monday night any football game. Yeah, now it's just like if it's not the Bills, I don't care. The only sport, the only sport I can watch like any team play is baseball because it's my favorite sport. So if it's not the Yankees, I can still watch. I, I'm not inclined to watch other teams, but I, I can do it. And playoff hockey. Mm. I can, I'll watch the entire well, hockey's pretty fast-paced, so it doesn't yeah. really matter who's playing. Um, I actually like – so I don't watch a lot of football generally, but I can watch any team. And I actually like it on Thanksgiving quite a bit. I don't know. It's just something about the the tradition of, of watching football on Thanksgiving and settling down and – Having your beer or wine, or for me, generally on Thanksgiving, it's wine. And just slamming that back and watching some football. So that's what I do. I normally go to my relatives. If I do watch, it's like a th- it'll be the Lions. Or now that they got the extra Thursday night game on the NFL network, because, you know, Thursday night football's that 
fucking big abomination to the league now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I us- just usually eat my food and kind of then just tune out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we are gonna have an episode um up next week before Thanksgiving, but it's just not gonna be Thanksgiving themed because it's just the way that the schedule has fallen thus far. Uh, because we have Justice League to take on next week, so um, we will have an episode, but it's it just won't be Thanksgiving themed. Uh, but today we are talking about a Thanksgiving film, and there aren't very many Thanksgiving films actually. It's once you, I mean once you've seen a few of them, like that's it. You you've reached the the end of the good Thanksgiving movies. Well, to be um, are you talking about horror? No, I'm talking in general. There's not very many Thanksgiving movies. Well, the Lifetime, the Hallmark Channel, maybe if they no Hallmark so- generally switches right to Christmas. No, they I'm saying if, a, no, no, yeah. I'm saying I'm saying if they weren't so gung ho on gearing up, for, you know, it's, it's November first, Christmas. They have know? a couple of Thanksgiving movies, but I think for the most part, yeah, they just maybe you know. maybe Lacey Chabert is like, guys, can we maybe do a Thanksgiving movie? You know. Maybe maybe Lacey Chabert is like, always all in because she just loves Christmas so much. Maybe she just she doesn't even like Thanksgiving whatsoever. I think she's break to Christmas. She's a good Christian woman too. So, no, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, the, I can only think of a few good Thanksgiving movies off the top of my head. Uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Obviously, we, one we of, talked talked about before. Yep, one of the classic Thanksgiving films. It's literally the only one that like will come to my mind. Well, that's because you haven't seen Dutch. I've heard of Dutch, and you talk about Dutch all the time around Thanksgiving, and I know it's on Netflix, so I will eventually watch it. But even even still, like the, the only film, like if you're like, hey, what's a Thanksgiving film? Um, I would just be like, Plain Strings and Automobiles, and like like name another one. I'm like, mm. <laughs> that's it. It's just, it's just like a weird holiday to kind of. Yeah, that's that's one of the things too that I find a lot of people do is they say, um, you know, after Halloween people start getting into that Christmas mood and they say, well, wait, whoa, 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 I don't You're forgetting a holiday. I don't get in that. Christmas you don't mood. get in any mood. <laughs> but they're saying they go, whoa. You're forgetting a holiday. Don't forget about Thanksgiving, man. Don't forget about Thanksgiving. Like, what am I forgetting about? Like, Thanksgiving's veter- not a Veterans Day. Yeah, in Veterans Day. Yeah, right. Thanksgiving is not a holiday where you're like gearing up for it two two months in advance, like I do with Halloween. I mean, when I was younger, I mean, I didn't gear up in advance, but like the prospect, like Thanksgiving dinner, I can't wait. Now it's just like, especially now that I'm getting older, fatter, you know. Even them getting fatter, it's like harder to eat even like you know as much food. Oh yeah, for as, sure. You know, it's yeah. like when we were high school, we go to you know Far East buffet and eat like twelve plates Gorging of like gorging yourself. Yeah, now it's like you go there plate in half, and it's like I shouldn't even bother going to a buffet. So no, no point. Same thing Thanksgiving now. I'll, I'll literally like get what I want on a plate, and that's probably all I'll eat. Maybe I'll go back for like another biscuit. <laughs> I mean, the problem that I have is not even that. Like, I do get excited for Thanksgiving, especially like when the day's coming up a couple days before. But it's just like, what? What do you want me to do for it? Should I go out and like get a fake turkey pinata and just like smash it around? Like I'm celebrating in advance. I just don't. That was that's that's one thing that bothers me. Is like when you say, "Don't forget about Thanksgiving." I'm not fucking forgetting about it. I'm still gonna get, go and eat, eat my food on Thanksgiving Day. You can get your, your uh, Jones soda. Yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. Tur- the, <laughs> the turkey dinner me- uh, yeah. meal that they make for and, Jones. Yeah, and mashed yep. potato and green yep. bean. And, and, like and I would say that I even celebrate Thanksgiving more than most people do. I'm, we make it a point to watch Dutch and Planes, Trains, and Automobiles every year. We watched this year. We've been watching every fucking Roseanne because it's on um, 
Uh, it's on, uh, I think it's like uh, Amazon. Amazon Prime has every Roseanne episode. So we've been watching every Roseanne tur- uh, Thanksgiving episode. We like to watch every Bob's Burgers Thanksgiving episode. So it's not like there's no tradition involved. But still, it's okay to celebrate Thanksgiving and Christmas together. And, you know, kind of make them a pair. If that's what you want to do. I'm cool with that. And if you don't want to celebrate anything like Martin, then you just go right ahead. Be a Scrooge McGrinch. No, nah, I'm just kidding. No, he's not kidding. <laughs> um, I don't. I hear, here's a confession. I don't like turkey. <laughs> I don't like turkey very much at all. So good. I will have it on Thanksgiving. The dark meat. See, that's what you gotta eat. You have to eat the dark meat. Okay, so right? so yeah. Uh, correction there. I did have. Um, I've never had this before, but we went to the uh, master. The, it was the Biggie, and they do have uh, roasted turkey legs that you can get. And I'd never had like, that before, like, you know, like, like a big hunk of... Like medieval times? Yeah, like, basically. Like, <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, I'd never had that before. I tried it, and I liked it a lot. It was, like, nice and salty, nice outer skin flavor, uh, and I liked it. And that's because it's dark meat, right? I I, I don't really ever eat dark meat. Um, I generally only have, like, the white meat that they, they put out for Thanksgiving. So to have that leg, it was like, wow, you know, this part of the turkey is actually really good. But in general, I don't really like turkey. One day I want to do a turducken. Deep fried turducken. Have I want... somebody do it for you. Oh, that's something me, you, and Mac could do. I know. Yes, I know you go. I, I've never had duck either. So well, duck's delicious. I haven't had it in years, but it's it's really good. It's just. I mean, I would try it. I'd give it a go. It's more dark. It's just like literally. Like... Yeah. No, I'm I'm not talking about duck in general, but just uh, turducken. I'd try it. No, but deep fried. We could go. Yeah. Like that's what we gotta do. One year instead of you going out to Salem or whatever, go. We'll go to like Matt's like driveway, buy a f- deep fryer, and throw. Or t- just do it a couple days before or something. Just don't have. To, doesn't have to be on. Oh, do like a friendsgiving. Yeah, because I fuck mean, that. That's it's not a real holiday. It's tradition for me to go to see it's to my relatives. So yeah, well, I don't know if that's to hell with them. I've been there like every year for my entire life, so <laughs> can't really skip it now. But but we do have a fun, fun-filled movie today with Thanksgiving. Um. In that film, there is a turkey that gets roasted. So, and there's also a uh, roasted turkey leg. So it it captures all of the uh, the great things about Thanksgiving. Um, and if you haven't seen it before, uh, it's a very very low budget film made basically by fledgling kids, I would say, who were starting. They wanted to make a, a Thanksgiving film. It's not really at that time, you know, in two thousand nine, not a lot of Thanksgiving movies that are like out and about. There wasn't. I don't think uh, at that time there was even the uh, trailer for Thanksgiving out at that time. Yeah. So, think so in two thousand nine. Um, Grindhouse was before that. That was like two thousand five. Think so. I gotta. I gotta. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I because I, uh, I would say Cause I, we saw we saw because we watched play a terror at your parents' house back. Yeah, um, yeah, two thousand seven it high, was so back in high uh, school. I, yeah, you're right actually. So it was out before that. So probably gave the Thanksgiving killing guys the idea uh, to do a Thanksgiving horror film, but probably not. And you know, it's it. Well, Thanksgiving thank- has very little to, to do with Thanksgiving. Well, thank terror. God it was them instead of Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean. <laughs> I remember seeing Thanks Killing like way back when it came out. Um and at that time 
I was a little bit of a different movie watcher. I, I wouldn't say like I now I can kind of appreciate bad cinema and and we'll talk about this in a little bit about Thanks Killing and and whether it's considered bad by regular standards or you know what kind of what, what kind of standards do you need to watch Thanks Killing with. But I was a different viewer back then and I remember really disliking Thanks Killing. Um couldn't really stand it and so I feel like my taste has changed over the years, which I think we'll get into a little bit when we talk about the movie in full as well. But I think we'll save that for a little bit and kind of get into our beer talk today because it does really um, resonate with Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving. Yeah, and Thanksgiving. It's a very – the beer that we have today, um, classy. Refined. Yeah. Yeah. uh, For – Smooth. For uh, some very choosy palates, I would say. Um, you're, I mean, probably, I would. I, some people may struggle to f- to pinpoint this taste, but I would say there's a little bit of plum and fig in there. Uh, perfect <laughs> a cranberry as well. Perfect for Thanksgiving. <laughs> I am obviously talking about the um, the the quality beer, Keystone Light. <laughs> Keystone Light. Um, and it, the uh, the connection might seem tenuous to anybody who doesn't really know about Thanks Killing. And to be honest with you, I didn't notice, I didn't know this about the film at all until we just watched it. But the 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 kids do drink Keystone Light during the film, and we've never covered it before. Doing so a we, poor job. You can tell they're trying to cover the la- yeah. their hand on the labels because you know, like, oh, we can't. We which can't. by which by the way, I think that's stupid. That's one thing about like movies I hate. Like, oh, like you gotta get like the the company's permission. Like, no, you bought the shit. If it's in the and mo- it's advertising for them too. I mean, no, it's not. If like if they like, I no, I don't. Cause like if you actually get in the shot, like they drive, you know, they're driving a Jeep Wrangler. If you actually get in the shot, like Jeep. No, it's not like oh they're supporting Jeep. It's they got a fucking Jeep. Yeah, I mean they're supporting it because they have it. At the same time, it's not like they're going like, by the way, before you, if you need a new four, you know, four by four, why don't you stop at your local Jeep dealer and get yourself a Wrangler? Same thing like, you know, the beers. And they're like, hey, why don't we sit down, guys, and have a nice cold Keystone light? Yeah. And like Keystone pops up. Hey, kids, drink responsibly. Always smooth. Always. They don't do, like, they're, they're not, not going doing out of their way. Yeah. You know. No, I agree. I, I, and it's I, not I, really. It's, it's not well hidden. That's, all, that's it, always bothered. That's that shit's always bothered. I, this is a perfect time to get like this rant off. Yeah, go for it's it. It's just, it's just always bothered me about like it's you know things in films, and then now because of that, when you see certain like you know brands that like a certain you know like being shown, then, then, yeah, then now you know, you know. Yeah, like like when you're watching Skyfall and you see like Bond like. I'll grab like a Heineken, like the label facing forward, like you know, like his hand perfectly wrapped around it. It's like the label showing. It's like, yeah, Heineken paid, you know, for this movie. Okay, we got it. My favorite <laughs> was um when the uh, Surface tablet was coming out, the Windows tablet, and um you would see it on like every CBS show. The fucking the Windows tablet, 
And they'd be like, hold on, hold on, hold on, let me grab my computer. And they'd pull out the tablet. And it's like, okay, let me first grab, of all. Let me grab my Windows 8. Yeah, tablet. right, exactly. First of all, like, what what smart detective is, like, pulling out their Windows tablet? No, they're going to pull out, like, this mass. They're going to be going to a massive database, not mm. something that's on a Windows tablet. <laughs> But I mean, good, good try though, Windows. It's with, um, look what Sherlock uses. Well, I say that's what they're doing now with um, NFL booth reviews, like for replay review. Yeah, it's no longer like the big hooded booth review. It's they got it's uh, a... Surface tablets now. Oh really? So yeah, yeah, yeah. so like they they go to the sideline, they hand them like a Surface tablet. <laughs> well, you know, you know, watch the replay and it's listen. All you advertising. Know. Yep. It's, re- it's just fucking fucking ridiculous. But anyway, <laughs> uh, rant over. Uh, Thanks Killing does, they do drink Keystone Light in that. So we decided, because we've never had Keystone Light on the show, we you know, we tend to go a little bit more refined <laughs> and crafty. So today we wanted to bring it back a little bit and do a look at Keystone Light. Now we've done some other beers that are like Keystone Light on here before. Some, you know, some cheaper beers and i would say that we are generally pretty easy going on beers like this wouldn't you say you know we, yeah, we not, we're the, not like harsh on I mean, these types for, of beers no for the most part i mean like um we're big genesee fans mm-hmm. and you know outside their you know their pilot batch brew house series which is you know craft you know their craft line their um, yeah. their staple beers their jenny their cream ale they're, those are you know budget beers mm mm-hmm. And we love those, we, you know. And I would call Keystone Light a budget beer. We <laughs> bought a six-pack of 16 ounces for $4. That's a that's cheap. That's like, I mean. You, Why buy smack when you can, you know. <laughs> you can't afford not to get these, really. It's legal and it's fun. And, you know, the thing, too, is that we we're just going to get tall boys, two tall boys. It was like two boys is almost the same price as getting six of them. It was a buck oh nine for the top. Which by the, that also showed see that's one of the reasons I know you don't go there that often. That's one of the reasons why I go there. Price compared to like Stewart's and whatnot in right. the area. So much They're not like technically a convenience store pricing. Like a chain. Yeah. Yeah, no, because yep. yeah. That's nice. It's nice. Which I also when I stopped at the the mobile the other day, um, in Glover's Easy Mart. Yeah. The guy was telling me, because I made Matt buy two sodas, because they have a new salted caramel uh, I know, I want to try that. Yep. And a holiday Mountain Dew. I know, they, yep. Uh, which is Code Red and Mountain Dew mixed together. I want to try I, both I, of them. I tried them, because I haven't been drinking, I haven't drank soda at all since April. I took two, like, swigs of it to try them. The Code Red Mountain Dew blend tastes just like watered down Code Red. But the That's salted... What, that would be my guess. The yep. salted caramel one, uh, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so it's at mobile. Yeah, I gotta go pick those up. It's not bad. Uh, thing is, I would never drink probably a whole twenty ounce of it though, because it's just like mm, it's too much. Yeah, it's like that's good. Yeah. But but no, like the guy, the guy, the cashier, uh, and he also owns the place was saying like, oh, don't go, you know, price, you know, because like two for three bucks for those things. If you went to Stewart's, it'd been like five bucks. Yeah, the two sodas. Yeah, for sure. That's only if you know live here in upstate New York, fellas and friends. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry for going off the tracks again. <laughs> so for as for Keystone's Keystone Lights taste though, um, is, I was, this, is is this a beer of college years for you? No, not you per se drinking it. Oh, uh, but of people drinking, but like at, like the yeah. parties and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like... yeah, I guess so. Yeah, 
It was. I, I you know, I would say that the, not even so much. I don't remember many people drinking like Keystone or anything like that. I more remember in my days Rolling Rock. Because that oh, was very cheap. Fucking hips. And it's not cheap anymore. <laughs> yeah, Rolling Rock and um, also at 40s were the, were the big thing. Wow, classy. Yep. Um, I do remember this a little bit in college. I more so associate this with high school. Mm. This, this screams high school to me. I'm yeah. I, don't, I mean, I didn't drink in high school, wow. so there was uh, no association for that with that for me Mm-mm. however i don't think it's that bad i was expecting a lot worse i remember being i haven't had it since college and i remember fucking thinking it was god awful i really don't think it's that bad it um it does it i wouldn't say it's super watery and i wouldn't say that it's even i i think i probably would drink this over a bud light to be honest with you oh in a heartbeat yeah this has a more substance to it than bud light it's not as watery um, I would say that I would. It doesn't even have like some of them that uh, sickly malt taste that some of the other um, light and cheap beers have. It does have a malt taste. It it does, it does but it's what? not sickly. It's not. It's it's. I don't think that it's overpowering to where it becomes so noticeable. Where you're like, you know, that's a cheapy malt um, flavor. I'd say I'd say it is pretty watery, but. It does have, and one of the reasons why Miller Lite's one of my, probably my favorite light beer type with Heineken Lite, mm-hmm. um, where Heineken Lite's got that hop presence to it, like you would taste in a normal Heineken, mm-hmm. um, and Miller Lite's got like it, the maltiness to it, which I think it's actually got a better maltiness to it than like say uh, their High Life, because I'm not really actually that big of a fan of Miller High Life. Um, but when you drink them, like when we drink a Miller Lite, it's pretty good. It's refreshing, clean, crisp, and tastes like a beer. And it's got like that malt, malty taste to it. I would say this has a, a very similar malty taste to it, like a Miller Lite, but not quite as pronounced. But it's still a lot more pronounced than say if you were drinking a a Bud Light, which I, you know to me like all you can taste is just pure, you know, pure water. Or even like a Coors Light. Coors Light's very kind of minimal too. This is actually not nearly as bad as I remember it being at all. It's actually surprisingly not that bad. Uh, the one thing I'd say that kind of detracts me from it, it's got kind of like a tinny taste to it from the can. Yeah. The can is cheap. You can feel it. It's so, very flimsy. So I think if it didn't have like that metallic-y taste to the front, because it's like when you first drink it, it kind of tastes like, like, oh, it tastes a little tin, and then you get the taste of the beer. Um, if it didn't have that, I'd actually say this would be probably one of the better light beers I've ever had. It really is good, yeah. I, I gave it a 2 out of 5 on Untapped, but if it didn't have that, I'd probably, probably go more like closer to like a 2.75. Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I, I definitely would never like shy away from having one. Um, I I... Confess to being sort of a beer snob in just setting it aside and saying like you know no I don't I don't want to have any of those and I'm not even a, I'm not, I can't even say I'm a beer snob anymore yeah I mean I'm just saying like I it's just just because would, it's like like it's like oh especially now it's like what would I rather have an IPA or like yeah or like, or like a pilsner I'll take the pilsner <laughs> yeah I mean I just <laughs> I would say like I would I would sh- stay away from this one just because of the reputation that i know it had but i i actually think it's really good and i i, I surprise i'm like i said very surprised i, I, I surprised thought I, too. I thought it's kind of like when we cracked open those rockdales and we're like 
man, you know, the Rockdale Lights, the, you know, the Walmart brand beer, and like, this is going to be awful. And like, you know what? It doesn't have really any taste to it, but it's not yeah, bad. It's not that bad. And I think, you know, I haven't had Bush either, so. A Bush Light or Bush or? Any of them. In general? Nope. So I are can't we gonna have to, do to that, that. Are we going to have, you know what? That's what we're going to do next week. <laughs> Just have a Bush next week. We're going to do Bush and Bush Light. Bush and Justice League. Bush and Bush Light. No, because you know what? I think that'll go perfectly fine together. Sounds good to me. Not tipping our cap, you know, you know, our hat to mm. our, you know, possible review of that, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I like Keystone Light. I think it's pretty good. It's a nice change of pace. If you're a craft beer drinker, check it out. Don't be don't be uh, shy and don't just distance yourself from it because of the reputation that you've heard about it. I'm, I'm sure most people I'm sure have had a fucking Keystone Light. Maybe. I've never had it before this, so. How? I just never have. I don't know. Like I said, how have you uh, never been like somewhere in your life and someone's like, "Here's a beer," and they hand you a Keystone? I know no one around here drinks. That's I told you it, in Massachusetts that wasn't a thing. It was Rolling Rock was a big thing. Well, no, I know. Or forties like no, Old English. No, I know, I know that because no one around here buys Keystone Light. I worked a convenience store, and out of all the beer that would go out of code, there's only one beer that would go out of code. It'd be Keystone Light because nobody fucking bought Keystone Light. Um, but with that being said, there. There are people who, like, you know, again, it's like, I would, okay, I would say, like, if you're, like, who would drink Keystone Light? High schoolers. Same, kind of like, saying, like, Milwaukee's Best. Who's drinking Milwaukee's Best? High schoolers. Then when you get to college, probably more like Bush, Labatt, Rolling Rock, Bud Light, and then you go from there after that. I don't know. Just never had it. But I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into Thanksgiving. Um, you know what? To be honest with you, I was a little afraid to do Thanksgiving this year because I know how angry you <laughs> you happen to get at certain films uh, when they are not very good, especially like when we did Mako, uh, which was probably one of the worst films that we've done, I would say, ever. <laughs> Because you really hated that one. Oh, well, there's a difference. Yeah, I think that there's we, definitely... And, we, and, we, and we've talked about it before yeah. quite, there, a, quite a few times on when we've done reviews of bad movies on the difference between a bad bad film and a good good, a good bad film. I Yeah, I definitely think there's a difference here in that Thanksgiving... Is intentionally bad. It really is. You know, I, I would say that it's... I think they have done an ingenious thing with it. And that it's both in- unintentionally and intentionally bad. Except the unintentional part of it just adds to the intentional part of it. Because they, I, you would think that at some point, you know, they know that they're making a bad film. Now, if you're, making, if you're ideas, making a film for $3,500, it's going to be hard to be... You know, right, it's going to be hard to make it a good film. So rather than and try to make a good film and fail spectacularly especially with the ridiculous concept yeah Yeah. the the concept of it rather than doing that the you know the makers of thanksgiving they just decide hey let's let's for the most part just not worry about making it good and just make it totally bad and it that's that intentionality 
the uh, like knowing that your film is bad and not caring and kind of going with that almost in like a meta commentary sense makes this all the better. You know, that's the thing. You have to recognize when you're not good and then run with it. And and then people will kind of be like empathetic to your, your cause. You're like, oh, wow, you know, they're not good actors at all, but they realize it. <laughs> they get it. <laughs> and so you, in that sense, I would say that Thanksgiving is actually kind of ingenious. You know, because they there's a lot of meta to it. There's They recognize that it's so stupidly ridiculous the premise itself about a killer turkey that comes you know comes back chucky style but necromanced yeah um they get that that all of that is really really stupid and they just run with the stupidness of it and at first you might be wondering you know as the the first view of tits just fills your screen I, I was sold on this movie with that that's, op- that's right the, the opening shot the opening shot of wanda lust's Nipple is lusty breast frolicking hanging over. You know, that part right there is like, why is this pilgrim just fucking running around with her top off? Especially in pilgrim time. Not only that, but even before that, it's the t- the card. They have title cards, which is, uh, well, not, I shouldn't say title cards because they're not for the titles. But yeah, just more like an exposition card. E- exposition yeah. card. And it's like in 1621 when the first. Thanksgiving happened. The olden days. <laughs> in olden days. days. Yes, It's yes. like, oh, you know you're in for a good film. And they're like, all right, we're going to, we're going to the olden days. Sounds like a story like your, you know, your old pappy's going to tell you about Vietnam. And you're like, I don't want to hear this story again. But, yeah. And then, and then after that, you get breast. What a, you know, what a time to be alive. Yeah, large, bouncy breast. And <laughs> there's no real reason for... The whole scenario to have occurred. And it's great. And it's... From there, you know what to expect. I want to know, if they had a budget of $3,500, what did she get paid? Especially the fact that she's like an adult, you know, an adult film actor. She probably did it just for... a hundred bucks? Just for fun. It seems like she... Like, because when they mentioned uh, her name in the credits, special thanks to... Seems like they were just like, hey, Wanda, would you would you mind showing off your boobies in our film? And she was probably like, sure. I'll do it for free. Why not? Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at that point, you you know about this ridiculous premise. You know about a turkey that kills people. Why not? Right? Why Why not? I, I would do it. I would I would have done this for free. I would have been in the film for you free. You would have ran around like opening shot of your dick just fucking... I'm not a porn star, just, so just I don't flat, know how many people would... flaccidly <laughs> hanging ...want there. to see it, but no, I would, I would seen, do the film Have you seen most porn stars? Most porn stars aren't actually, you know, exactly good looking. Right. You, you wouldn't call them <laughs> an Adonis. Or, you know... Or Ron Jeremy. Or, Afro, you know, Aphrodite. Not, they're not exactly people you look at like, oh, they're stunningly beautiful. You like, <laughs> look at them like, they got some nice bits and bobs. I would I, like to see them ram each other. Yeah, or like, or like, I, I like, you know, picture myself. Because yeah, it yeah. looks, you know. <laughs> I'd like to picture myself in that scenario. Well, that's why they had the whole POV That's genre. right, that's right. That's God, right. Ryan. No, but I, I think. You, you would know, know as you get mailed porn, for, you know, for review. So, I mean. None of the new stuff. <laughs> he said. Disenchanted. 
Um, no, but I think like when you see that first scene, first of all, if it's you're actually not on board with that first scene. Then you might as well t- you might as well get out because you're, you're not going to enjoy the rest of the film. Exactly. You're like my dad, <laughs> and you find things offensive for just whatever you're offended by sexuality in general. Then you're not you're not going to like this film. I can tell you that you you don't like raunchiness. It's just you're out. It's actually a good like a good uh you know parody because it's like oh these why are her tits out. Oh, you know, and then she gets killed by a killer turkey who's, you know, making quips. It's like, yeah, you can, you can tell. It's like, yep, this is supposed to be a parody. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, it, and that's and that's the good thing about Thanksgiving is that, first of all, one of the good things is that. It is a parody, a black it, comedy. It's a, it's a parody. It's a comedy. You know what to expect. This is almost like it's making fun of things like Child's Play. You can easily see the similarities between, like, Child's Play, Nightmare on Elm Street. You have that killer quip that, you know, are ridiculous, like, punchlines and, and, um, and, uh, like, puns, plays on words. For oh, a lot of puns in this film. All kinds of if things. You hate, if you hate puns, you're not gonna... I mean, yeah, if you hate just, pun- basically what they do is they, you know, they grab the ball and they just run with it. They just run with it until they hit touchdown. <laughs> just, just fucking, you know, puns everywhere. And... It, it works. It works because, again, they know that it's bad. They know the script is bad. They realize it. They get it. They get that none of the actors can can deliver the, these lines in any me- meaningful ama- way. And it's amazing that five people wrote the script. Yeah, I think it was more like a Collab- collaborative thing. Like yeah, sat, sat like, around, hey, we got a good idea. Sat around a circle, smoked the joint in two, and like, yeah. hey, what if they said this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what it seems to me. It's you know, it's more of a collaborative idea. It's almost more like a, it's 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 almost like a student film, is what I would call it. Um, and it I looks think, like it was. I think yeah. it is because at the credits, there, uh, LMU. Yeah, yeah there was an LMU uh, uh, Loyola Marymount. Yeah. So, so I mean, it, it's definitely in that style. Although, you know, I, what I would say in its advantage is that I've seen a lot of like very low budget films and Thanks Killing is not one where you walk out and you're like, "Well, that was just painful." You know, that was a painful experience all around because it one took of the, itself seriously and it didn't realize that it was stupid and one of the best movie go the action on that one of the best the best movie going experience I've ever had in my life was going to see a low budget local film. Yep. It's and I hope one day we'll be able to do that film. Yeah, on yeah, this be podcast because it was hands hands down the greatest film experience. I've However, ever sat that one did take itself seriously. I know, but uh, see, <laughs> see, this is where we talk about like getting even further. Like good, bad. You know, there's bad, bad films. Like films that are objectively bad. Yep, they just... and they have no value to them, and they're terrible. Yep, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Yeah, the, the DC universe basically outside of Wonder Woman. Um, then you have good bad films. They're so bad they're great. Troll Two, which Troll we've covered two. before. Yep. I'm still gl- gr- you know happy that we got that tweet from uh one of the actors on mm-hmm. that film. Yep. A- an actress, I should say. Um, The Room, which you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. That I would say has now probably surpassed Troll Two in being the best worst film ever. You know, so much that disaster movie's coming out with uh, James Franco, and that looks like that's going to be fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, 
But so you got, you got like, so we were saying, yeah, good, bad, you know, so films are bad, but you know, you love them. Then there's bad films that know they're bad. And then you decide whether or not off their badness, if you can sit through and enjoy them. And I think that's where this film is in. It's a bad film. It knows it's a bad film. Do you like that? The fact, right, right, that yeah, yeah. The fact I, that it's a bad film. I think that's the biggest question that, like, and 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 that's one that thinks Killing tries to bring up over and over again. It's like, if you haven't tuned out by now, if you haven't decided like this is not for me, then they've succeeded in making sure that you know that they know that it's a bad film and they're gonna go with it. You know, it it very much feels like all of the script is very. Aren't you putting all your poker chips on the table right from the get go in your first opening shots, tits? Exactly. Like, so like, you know, just like, and not even just tits like that, but just like constantly like focusing like this is why she's here. Like this is, no. you know, this is this is the part that we gave her on purpose. We're just going to zoom in on those and just like Lene Quigley. And yeah. Then, you know, we're just going to watch them until <laughs> she's dead, basically. And yeah, and I think that's what makes Thanksgiving fun. And at, when I was younger and I watched this film and I kind of was taking it too seriously, I was like, well, that was just terrible. But you can't take it too seriously. You really have to appreciate, first of all, the work that the this has gone into it to make it a low budget film. Really, you know, because that that does take some guts and some some skills to even and even some of the uh, cinematography is not bad. Really, I would say for a low budget film, some vision went into this for cinematography. Well, if they're film students, then obviously they're going to have like a. They yeah. at least should have some kind of an eye, you yeah. know, to shoot certain things. But then again, you can tell there's no budget because the film's dubbed. You'll notice, like the yep, voice, for the most part, voices aren't matching up. Yeah, and it's got it's got dubbing and using a, a wide array of stock sound effects. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's yeah. great. And, and I would say that. But that's the most enjoyable thing about Thanks Killing is that it just realizes that it's really dumb and it, it kind of goes with it. And that and the script is just absolutely insane and stupid and and full of puns. And I appreciate that. Not only because this is basically – you know, you, you sometimes you get films and they're set around a holiday and that holiday takes a backseat. And you don't really see – you know, it, it, it doesn't matter if it's – set on Valentine's Day because you don't see much about Valentine's Day. Well, that's not the case with Thanksgiving because I can't, film, remember, I can't remember if my bloody Valentine was very Valentine centric or not. The the remake was not. So, but what I'm saying is like Thanksgiving makes sure that you know that it's Thanksgiving. They're con- the characters are constantly saying like we've got to get home for Thanksgiving. And they're doing stupid things like in the car like, "Hey, Thanksgiving's tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thankful for? <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah. like if you like if we were ever driving, like, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. What are you thankful? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, yeah. I yeah. don't. You know, when it comes when it comes to like things, I don't know. If, does your family say, give thanks? No. Well, I mean, yes and no. Yes, 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 yes. Um, like not me per se, but <laughs> someone in the family. You're just like stuffing. Like, you know, pretty more, much. More, I, more, I, more I'm bad about that stuff. <laughs> But yeah, no, we we do have a little saying, but it's not religious or anything like when that. My, just... When my grandma was still alive, my mom's mom, when she'd come over, she would 
lead the prayer. She wasn't even really religious, but when she's the, when she was creeping closer to death's door, she, her prayer for God is good and God is great. You know, became stronger and stronger <laughs> with the years, and yeah, you know, and that that was about it. We, you know, it's not really like. Oh, what do you? Th- I think a couple of times we tried. Like, what are you thankful for? It's like, shut the fuck up and pass. You know, the green bean castle. I'm thankful for this food just that cheese. I want to eat. You know, just yeah. I've been eating pepperoni, cheese, and crackers all day. Yeah, it's great, and I love it. <laughs> Subway make a sandwich of that, you know. But still, like, I, I, I don't know. So I, I, I mean, I know, I do know people do that. I just thought that was funny. Like, what do you think? Let's tell right. us what you're thankful. Yeah, it's for. ridiculous. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, breaks down like, I'm gonna have sex with one of you, and there's two, only two girls and four. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes, yes. The the film is is all about the sex. Uh, and the nerdy guy. Who, how would you How would you feel if we were just driving in, like, it's like me, you, Sarah, and like maybe someone else, and I'm going to have sex with one of you tonight? <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be like, well, chances are good it's going to be me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, but I like that. I like the punniness of it because it does bring out the, uh, the Thanksgiving nature. Like, you have constant puns about football. Scoring a touchdown. I th- no, that, driving that, yards. That doesn't have much. Uh, that's not really something to do with Thanksgiving. That's yes, it what, is. They, it it's a no, focal it's, point of Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know, I know, but it, it's just more that he's that guy's yeah, yeah. the jock stereotype. It's a character stereotype. So he's as walking well. around yeah. carrying a fucking football the entire movie, just like just like yeah, everywhere he's going, he's like I like a football on his arm. It's like yo, oh, you know, it's just like not everything in life goes according to what you want. I think it's gonna go yeah sometimes you gotta call an audible <laughs> just like, i know i love his ridiculous i mean i think those do tie in with things we should I, I love the we I was say we should do that with like a different sports like sometimes you just gotta run two three zone yeah you can't play man-to-man all the time sometimes you gotta sit back and play two three sometimes zone. the goalies really gotta come out and and make a stop yeah make a safe yeah you can't you can't just sit back in the goal and wait for it sometimes yeah. you want to go butterfly in the net but sometimes you just gotta stand up straight and take that shot. That's right. Yeah. You know. Sometimes it looks like there's a slam dunk, and it's really not. It's it's, it's you can't even make the layup. Yeah. It's so yeah. I know. It's, it's oh so it's great. Not, not like that. The fl- the flashback. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it because and uh, if you didn't like okay, so the flashback occurs maybe like ten minutes in after you meet the characters. So if you didn't realize by then that this film it really doesn't take itself seriously, when you hit the flashback, you you better. I mean, that's you that's, know, that's where you know you're like, okay, all right, I see what they're doing here, because it's a, a basically like a '90s sitcom flashback sequence. Things get like bright and sepia toned. Yeah, and you, you get like a little '90s theme cue. It's like. Fades out into a nice flashback of basically just just uh, the main character receiving the football and catching it. Like my dad used to play with me when I was younger, and we we've gotten in a fight, and we don't really we don't really talk anymore. It's like what, like five years? Yeah, ago? yeah. You know, like five, I mean, five minutes ago. Like you yeah, know. he's like basically yeah. The the whole thing is like. My dad used to play football with me. And the flashback is him, the same age. The same guy is like, yeah, it was like a week ago he used to play with you. It's like, no, that's not really how uh, how traumatic childhood storylines go. But 
Sure, we'll let it, we'll let it slide. But that's not the only flashback. There's a couple of them. Um, there's a whole th- song and dance after one of the characters dies, and uh, <laughs> they figure, you know, he one of the guys, Johnny, who's been the 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 geeky guy who's not not cool. That's Darren. Or I'm sorry, yeah, Darren. Darren. Which, the which by the guy. way, we should get out of the way. The our cast is your stereotypical horror cast. You have a jock, yep. a geek, a redneck, a slut, and the good girl. Yeah. And uh, you have Darren, who's the who's the geeky guy. He's, he's kind of been pulled into this uh, group of friends. He wants to be cool. He wants to have sex. Um, and he's kind of befriended this the hillbilly guy, Billy. Redneck. He's not a redneck guy. There's, Billy. A diff- there's a difference. And uh, Billy eventually dies at the hands of the turkey. And he has this whole flashback sequence about them being friends and eating ice cream, eating ice cream, uh, going on the playground. Running around, holding, playing hide and seek. It's it's great. It's because it it's definitely like one of those movies that again it realizes like this happens in films, especially in like very cheesy drama films. Get that flashback in of the traumatic experience from childhood or that time you really had fun with your friends. Even more in sitcoms. Yeah, you know, like like. On uh, this week on Family Matters, things get serious when so and so dies. You know, it's like, or you know, Scrubs. As much as I love Scrubs, they would you know pull the Grey's Anatomy card like that. You know, all yep. the time. Talk yeah, much. like yeah, like do um, uh, you know, for the most part, it's funny, but then there's that one moment, that emotional moment where it's and like, like all of a sudden, like oh, they bring it down. It's like Brendan Fraser's dead. Now I'm sad. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, I think that like. Thanks Killing re- recognizes that, and it's not really a, f- a film that ever really drops the the comedy aspect of it. Um, Those John Benet Ramsey jokes, <laughs> yes, twice. <laughs> no, not like four times. Yeah, I know. It's it's, it's every like like every, like like it's not just no, it's see, not twice. They they say it quite like quite a few times. Like refer like just refer. And I, again, I don't get it. Because I can't remember off the top of my head the John Benet Ramsey case. Well, basically, they just never found out what happened to him. Her. Oh, her. John Benet was that's a girl's name. Was a uh, um yeah she was a a child star in like pageants to a rich family, and there was a ransom. It was very strange because it seemed like it was an inside job. And so they never really figured out what it was, who it was, wh- you know, what happened to her because she ended up, they found, they eventually found her dead in the house. And so the question became like, what well, what happened? And it was probably the parents, but <laughs> they never have officially, you know, uncovered the case, you know, who did it. So that's why the, that reference oh, is there in that. But it's a, it seems like a really fucking odd reference. Like. Oh, it's really not like, though, because like, 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 like referring like to the like you know, to be honest to, 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 you, to, to the slut, she's like, oh, she's like, I'm a prune, like, oh, your your legs don't stay closed, they're as open as a, the John Benet Ramsey. You know, case. it's, it's like, not <laughs> though because it's used in sort of an an edgy way because it it was a very um trying, I, I should say, trying case. Because of the uh, the young age of the victim, I'm sure and, it was uh, in the 90s. But and, like, and, and, but, no, like, and, the, and the bigger thing was that the, the police investigation really fucked things up, and and that's why. And so I think 
it's maybe lost on some people who don't haven't followed the Jamine Ramsey case, but at the time, even actually, this was two thousand nine. So, but but earlier on, like that was a big thing. So, I know, but that I'm surprised you actually don't know that much about it. I don't remember. Although I love true crime, so it's kind of my. I don't remember. It's not like the. Those are the Mendoza killers. The Menendez. Menendez brothers killers. That's what Law and Order True Crime's doing right now. Menendez brothers. But, but anyway. I mean, I mean, but no, like, <laughs> I, I, it's not something like I remember. Yeah, no, but I mean, but I then, think it's funny. But then again, that's kind of like this is a little off topic. But I mean, it's kind, it's kind of like with like all the you know shootings now. Like, like I was like one of like when we were just driving to the store to get the Keystone Light. One of the, the song that I was playing was a Drive By Truckers song about one of the shootings in an Oregon Community College of uh, Umpqua. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I can't remember. So the song's called Guns of Umpqua, and I was like. There was a shooting in Oregon Community College in 2015. I don't remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. And usually, when a mass shooting happens, which is like every other week, yeah, well, it, you know, you hear about it. So it's like, I'm surprised I don't remember that. Hard to keep track. So it's like probably the same thing, like 90s. Like oh, yeah, had o, OJ and the men, you know, Menendez, Menendez brothers. brothers. And yeah, so it's John like, Benet Ramsey. Yeah, those are the big cases. Yeah. Well, I think I thought the joke is funny. It's 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 funny and it's used quite a bit. And I, you know, it, I think I thought that, it was funny just because it's random. Like, I think that's a, a this case of again where that may have been a mistake, in that they they reuse the joke again and not really meaning to do it, but then it becomes so stupidly, re, you know, stupid. <laughs> That the audience picks up on that and they, they laugh because it's like, oh, that's ridiculous. You know, that was intentional. So it's that unintentional intentionality again, I think, that that works for Thanksgiving. It, you know, it doesn't work for every movie. But in this case, with a plot so ridiculous, with um, the understanding that the film is really not going to be that good, I think it works. It It's fine. Um, the other thing is, uh, I think that... Like even some of the special effects and stuff for the the turkey are really great. I actually think that the turkey puppet's actually really good. I mean it it, it looks good. It, it looks, looks good. It works the way it's supposed to. I I've seen worse puppeteering jobs. That's for sure. I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, I think I, th- it, I thought it looked actually. That's one of the highlights. I thought it looked you know like they spent a lot of time making sure. Like, we're gonna make this, you know, thing look great. When it goes radioactive, it looks stupid. But right, you know. I mean, it's intentionally dumb because they're playing off of the fact that, like, a lot of movies used radioactivity that was not very common ever uh, to, you know, make Toxic super Avengers. monsters. Yeah, right. Chum. Um. Chud. Whatever. <laughs> uh, no, but I I do like some of the like I like the turkey quite a bit in terms of like just how they use him in stupid and weird ways. Like when he puts on the face of the sheriff, absolutely stupid and r- quite ridiculous. But it works because they are not only making fun of the film itself, but the characters in the film. Because not the turkey says like multiple times how retarded they are, <laughs> and it I, I I like it. I think it's I would say that this film is more enjoyable than something that really tries your patience, like Batman v Superman. I was gonna say I like this Jean Shalit glasses and nose. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, yes, he's having coffee with the sheriff. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that is a good scene. 
Um, the sh- the sheriff who for no reason has a fake mustache <laughs> and put on a turkey suit for some sort of contest. The pol- like, police Thanksgiving ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. What did you think of the um? There's a uh, like an animated scene that tells the uh, backstory of the turkey. What do you think about that? out of nowhere it, it's, I, like, it's like they probably were like when they're writing the script saw kill bill and like maybe we should do something like i that. think it was it was like um kind of a an homage to some other films that do use you know animated storytelling to tell the backstory of the killer or the the, the important character and I think it works because they did do a good job with the animation. Surprise, you know, and surprisingly good save, job. Save money too. Like we can't film this shit. Are you right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I I like it actually. I think that it shows when you're talking about like some low budget filmmakers, it shows um, a different side of what they can do. And it, I think like for this, if it's some sort of student film or something like that, as a professor, I'd be like, hey. Nice job. You know what I mean? Like, nice job being creative and figuring out a way to include something that you may not have been able to film or you didn't have enough money to film. It's a, it's a good, uh, I don't know, it's a good, it's a good way of getting around that issue. And then you have um, Oscar the Hermit, played by General Bastard, who is... After the turkey, when it murders his dog, that's his credit, General. General Bastard is his credit. Yeah, I love that guy. I think he's great. It's a great addition to this film. Could be a cousin of the Leatherface relatives. Yeah, I know, but I think he's he like though you know he's not a good actor. None of the people in this. I film think he, are. I think he gets like the worst dub job too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it looks like for the most part, like, his is the one that's made it like like you're looking at. It's like oh, they dubbed it like it doesn't fit with the mouth. at all. Yeah. No, but I think that he does a good job, or they wrote him well, one or the other. I think I like that character, and I like that it's sort of like out of nowhere that there's this hermit guy who's. His main task is to go kill this turkey now that it killed his dog. Flashy. It fits, yeah. It fits, Not lassie. Flashy. <laughs> it fits in with the stereotypical, like, slasher, crazy guy whose main goal in life is now to... Track down the killer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it works. And I like that about Thanksgiving is that it does work off of all of the genre themes that you would have for a flasher horror film. It's in the woods. There's kids. Their their jeep for no reason overheats. <laughs> There's um like like wow like that just blows my mind too. Like oh they didn't pay attention to like the heat gauge. You know like yeah like oh, oh it looks like it overheated guys. Yeah your brand new Wrangler overheated. <laughs> there's Let's a, camp here. There's like a witch aspect to it. Um, they have to read words backwards, like a Evil Dead sort of Necronomicon thing. The fucking late '90s high school style music and walking around in the beginning on at high school. Oh, it's so great! Like that, fu- that fu- generic late '90s style like rock song that you would hear. Like, be like, oh. Like, we're about to watch American Pie, yeah, you know. 
And then just them walking around, you get to see them like all be like their you know stereotype with you know. Yeah, it's like a pop punk song, really. Not even no, it's not no, it's not a pop punk song. I think it's like just like a generic late nineties rock song. It's got too much organ going on. Really poppy, punky. I mean, but... it's for, no, it's pretty poppy, but there's not really pu- punky. It's got too much organ. It's like a what, yeah. what what punk band do you listen to that's got like Hammond organ playing in the background? <laughs> I don't know. There's also the uh, the Godsmack. Uh, low low budget Godsmack song. I I didn't really think it was that Godsmacky. Either it's like Godsmack I'd say slash in, Disturbed. I'd say like new more new metal definitely, but like the vocals are more like you're like you know yeah I don't know. Godsmack I, I, doesn't really I do got that. like some Godsmack Disturbed vibes from it. Papa Roach. Either way, it's pretty it's pretty fun <laughs> and egregious. <laughs> <laughs> But you can tell they're doing that, though. Yeah. No, it's, like, yes. it's like, like, if you're like, when you, because when you hear, like, Papa Roach and, like, Godsmack, like, oh. I mean, see, that's, that's, what, you, that's what you're going for. You again, know. though, that's, I think that's unintentional intentionality. I think that's unintentional and that that's what they had to work with, because a lot of low-budget bands are doing that new metal-esque stuff. <laughs> um, you know, like, local bands, they were just like, hey, we need a song. They got contributed for very low money. And then he used it, and then it accidentally was very similar to like what you would normally get in a 2000s era or a late 90s era film. Go ship Mudvayne. Yeah. Um, and I think that, that Thanksgiving is a g- great combination of accidental ideas that really come together i don't know like i the scene like that music i like the whole especially not even just the music I don't, the whole soundtrack i don't think it's supposed to be like it's unintentionally intentionally bad i think it's intentionally bad i think like those songs are like like especially like, like when they're at the high school and that song's playing it's like yeah this is like a shit like every you know generic late 90s early 2000s pop rock song you would hear in like a film about kids in high school I don't know. I think we're giving same, it- same thing with like the, the the you know the as you said God smack like metal song. It's I don't think that's like somebody like actually cut that. Like wow, this is really good. Like this demo is gonna get us on. I, I think you are. I, I think- overestimating the the um tongue in cheekness. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think so. I mean, I think, like, in some ways they recognize it, but at the same time, just like, knowing even... from, like, other low-budget films I've seen, that's the norm. That's de rigueur, as the <laughs> French would say. Um, but even, like, the the regular soundtracks, like, it's like, okay, you're obviously going for, like, a shitty, synthy, Thanksgiving-themed style ripoff of Halloween. Like I do like, like the, the regular soundtrack. I like, think it's pretty good. Because, like, the... Like you know, the main like I would I would call it like the main theme for like you know the turkey like on the prowl is like okay you're definitely going for like a Halloween vibe but it's low budget and like you're using like a di- you know a more modern synth sound yeah okay synth and, as and, Glockenspiel bells and, thing well that's uh, well that wasn't like for the theme I'm talking about like the actual like, like yeah. the theme for the turkey not Stalking the not theme. like the you know Glockenspiel playing but again that's how you know like they're probably like they had to have been like okay this is gonna be bad. Why would you use like a xylophone and glockenspiel <laughs> to be like your fucking, you know, like the I score know. for your soundtrack? I... I don't, unless they're like, all right, we don't really have any way to score this film. But I know it's one asshole. I'm gonna tell him like, you know, to do, he's really into the glockenspiel. <laughs> and... In some ways, I and we'll we'll have we'll have him 
you know, we'll tell him this music's good, and we'll have him do it, and that, that'll be our soundtrack, and, you know, we'll just buy him a beer. In some ways, like, I, I want to believe that you're right in that sense, but I also know logistically, and from what I've seen and experienced, that a lot of times they just use what they have and what they can access. And so that's great that it worked out for Thanksgiving and, and you, and I don't know, I don't know, maybe it was intentional, but I tend to think otherwise, <laughs> but either way, whether it was intentional or not, it still makes it a great bad film. I would. So let me just ask, like, did you enjoy watching Thanksgiving? Yeah, it was it was a pretty uh, decent watch. Uh, I will say, even though it's only an hour and like eight minutes long, there are parts that do drag in this film. Yeah, and do yeah. feel like this film's a lot longer than it actually is. No, I agree. I think like the end sequence is way too long. like <laughs> yeah. they just fucking dither about like in the trailer house like, and you know it's just yeah i i agree i felt like the the end goes really long and that's it's partly because they wanted to have that moment where the the monster comes back you know that it looks like it's dead but it's oh, not i thought they just wanted it because now that the football guy and the good girl are boyfriend and girlfriend that you got to hear them having sex. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, Which, by the way, I, lo- I love that part, too. He's like, by the way, even though everyone's fucking parents are dead now. And fucking, the guy's just like, you know, tonight may have sucked because my parents are dead and your parents are dead. But now I have a new girlfriend. And. He even like ask her a thing. right, yeah. He's, he's just, just like she's like I got a new girlfriend now. Assuming that she would say yes, yes. yeah, and then she's like, oh, yeah. Not girlfriend. only not like, only is he like yeah, that sucked, but he was like I'm kind of glad it happened. I know he's like, <laughs> and they're dealing with it very well. One of, actually one of my favorite moments is when Oscar comes up and he's like, maybe you guys will know someday. How it feels to lose someone. <laughs> that love. was oh like, my god, that, that was great. Yeah, just like, just like, like, like a that, dog. That, that's like <laughs> that's like when we saw 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 <laughs> fucking Canadian accent right there. <laughs> when we saw um <laughs> no, when we saw Thor Ragnarok last week, and right. like you know, I can't remember the guy's name, the rock guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, uh, when he's like, oh, don't worry, you can rebuild, and you know, turn the ashes of the old and rebuild, and then the planet goes like up. Oh, Never mind. <laughs> yeah. That's literally what that reminded me of. Like, yeah. like, oh, you know, it sucks you, your dog's dead. Yeah. One day you guys will learn what it's like to, you know, suffer loss of your parents, best friend, you know, go literally goes down the line. If, you know, everyone. Yeah, it's, it's a great moment. It's a, it's a very, <laughs> like, knowing nod to uh, other horror films. So, um, I guess I would say that for the most part, I liked Thanks Killing a lot more than I initially did. And I had fun with it. And I think that's the main thing, is that you have fun with it. You, it's not really... This is not a film that you're going to watch and you can be like, I want to sit down. I, don't, I really want to think about Thanksgiving. I really want to think about it and then see a you know horror film I about don't, it. Well, again, is there a Thanksgiving film where you sit down and think, like, besides a documentary? Well... Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, I would say, has a pretty um, 
fulfilling conclusion where you learn John Candy's wife died, and he's been fucking. But that ha- and he's lonely and he's looking. Yeah, to- yeah. He's- no, I get no, I get that. But that I the moral though isn't really necessarily tied to Thanksgiving. Well, because, it's about being thankful for what you have, and then. But that's you can tie that to a Christmas film. Yeah, you can. So it yeah, so it doesn't yeah. so that it doesn't count. It doesn't count because of that because you can you know. Yeah. No, and I I I agree. And John Hughes, I mean, he was pretty much the master of that. So Dutch has the same thing basically. Just you know, be thankful. Again, yeah. like I said, like so, I don't think it's it's not exclusive to the holiday because again, like like be thankful, but then same th- same time with like Christmas, it's like you know. Be, Thank you, blessings. You know, for, yeah. you know. Yeah. So that you know th- doesn't necessarily, I would say, work. Maybe that's why Thanksgiving gets shafted. It's like because Thanksgiving's all like, be thankful, and you know, you know, it's like, well, we can do that for Christmas too, because it's like, oh, we're blessed in the new and get gifts, and the new year's coming. So, um, yeah. and we can turn a new leaf there. So no, but I mean, I think that Thanksgiving, um, I think it has a good sense of what it is, and that makes it a lot more fun than. You know, another film that's low budget that all, that doesn't that has really ambitions of being a lot better than it can be, because you you can only get so much out of thirty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and I think you're better off going with a more comedic and you know understanding and sort of meta route like Thanks Killing does, and it recognizes that, and I think that's why it is so fun and. You know, besides, you know, it's longer length and, and even at an hour and t- eight minutes, it may be a little bit too long for its own good. Um, I still think that it's it's pretty fun. And I I almost wish that I had understood the appeal of it when I first saw it because it it's a great film to watch with friends because you can easily make fun of it. You can laugh at it. It's own humor and, you know, it's it's knowing intentional humor and have a blast with it. It's a great Thanksgiving film to watch with your family <laughs> uh, and just, you know, be giggling with your family after many, many It'd be glasses a good, of like, wine. It'd be a good food drunk movie. Just like, ah, it's talking turkey who says puns and kills people. I can see Sarah's grandmother loving it. <laughs> I can see Sarah's mom loving it. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I think it's fun and you have to have fun with it. You have to be really open to it being very stupid. And if you're open to that, you can get down with it. If you like the worst, the most schlocky of schlock films. Yeah. And it's almost like something like um like a trauma film. You know, in that trauma films are really stupid. They're really low budget. I'm thinking things like Poultry Geist. It's in the vein of like Poultry Geist. Um, and if you like that stuff, if you like things like Basket Case and some of the stupider plot lines of, of those films, then you're going to like Thanks Killing. Simple as that. And, and don't think about it so much. Just let it go. <laughs> and then you'll, you'll make sure that you enjoy if, it. If the boobs in the beginning don't turn your brain off instantly, yeah. then, then, then yeah. how are you going to be prepared for the turkey rape scene later where it happens fully clothed? Yeah, and, and then the sex scene that was, you know, yeah. before it was, 
you can see is totally fully clothed, which just oh, I was laughing really good at that. You know, just <laughs> I, like, I love the uh, addition of the gravy flavored condom. Small, extra, S- extra, extra small, extra small gravy flavored. Hey, where, I mean, seriously, what what else would you expect from a turkey? Extra small. That's what I would think. Anyway, at least they were on it. That's right. Yeah. You know what? Too. You know, there's some jokes in here that are kind of airplaney. Uh, yeah. Like Zucker Brother in style. Just like, my house, it's over there. He's like, yeah, I know, I dropped you off. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, that's what I wanted to bring there, up, actually. There's, there, there's got quite a few jokes that are it like, almost, you know. Yeah, in those areas, it almost seems like those were improvised, you know, like a little bit. And then they realized, like, no, we already filmed this. Like, we have this. So they were like, I just fucking dropped you off there. Or, like, the time where they were like, we've done so much to the turkey already. And he's and like, like, no, we haven't done anything. No, no, we haven't done that. We haven't yeah. done anything. Those, those scenes almost feel like they were improvised <laughs> or maybe, like, edited in later because they realize, like, this doesn't really jive. Maybe, with maybe the... I'm giving them too much credit because I think, I think that's in- it's intentional. It's supposed I to. I don't know. It's supposed yeah. It's supposed to be like a hospital. What's that? It's a big red building, you know. Big yeah, building, that, that's patients. hard to say. I mean, I guess the the uh, makers of things killing would have to weigh in on this and say like, yeah, that was intentional or no, we that was an accident and a happy one. Film students are going after watching, you know, Citizen Kane are gonna be, you know, pouring over this film. Yeah, right. Like, exactly. Is, is it intentional or not? And you know what else too? It's very. <laughs> I would say it's very progressive in that it takes a look at the uh, issues that we have with uh, celebrating Thanksgiving when we treated the Native Americans like shit. Um, I think it, this movie might piss off some people, to, especially today in today's modern political climate. Like, oh, the turkey only kills white people? Um, yeah, but I mean, look, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm making a joke here about how progressive it is, but... It does actually tend to fall into those that early two thousands um, level of using faggot and gay for all kinds <laughs> Not, of n- nonchalantly. Yeah, of all kinds of like just regular old fun stuff. You know, fun dialogue, <laughs> faggot and gay. Yep, that's those are terms that we just generally don't throw around anymore. In in the sense that they are negative terms. You haven't been on the internet enough. Well. We shouldn't. I, I should say we shouldn't be throwing those around. Just look at any like most YouTube. Comments. No, I know. It's like, I know. Usually, I mean, it's, like... it's, it's, it's it. For most people, it has. Uh, it has yeah. become escape the vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. It has become a uh, taboo. Yeah, and that's a good thing. But this one, does, this this film does fall victim to that, <laughs> for sure. Um, but I, yeah. So so let's get into a rating here. Out of what? Out uh, obviously out of ten killer turkeys. What else are you gonna do? I don't know. John Benet Ramsey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> out, of, out of ten John Benet Ramsey case files, <laughs> what would you give Thanks Killing? Um four out of ten. That's actually lower than I would have expected considering how much you've praised it during the uh cuz it's not an podcast. objectively good movie. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. But you're saying 4 out of 10 in in terms of like how like related like, to other on the, any like, other film. Uh, the like the, the obje- yeah, cuz I can't it wouldn't be fair to ju- like judge it on its own ju- you know, judge it on like a different standard. Right. Um 
Because it's not objectively a good film. Uh, yeah. The, the soundtrack, for the most part, is pretty piss poor. I do like some of it, but it's pretty piss poor. The acting is atrocious, wooden, and terrible. The... The story is ridiculous. The effects, for the most part, are terrible. That being said, your my your your mileage is gonna vary on how much you can enjoy enjoy it, and then how much you interpret whether or not it's intentionally bad and not. I because it's a parody. I think a lot of the stuff, and they had such a terrible budget. They know it was going to be bad, so like in those things that I mentioned before, they went all in and made it bad. So my enjoy, so if I was just basing this solely off of enjoyment, I'd say like a six and a half. <coughs> mm-hmm. It's it's a you know fun, stupid, bad film. It's not near the best, worst film I've ever seen, but it's you know it is enjoyable. Mm. It's short, um, but if like if but then just basing it off of like. Taking enjoyment in, and then the fact, all the other factors of the film, then no, it'd be like a four. Yeah. Which I, I think is like what I gave like Troll 2, too. Which yeah. is, again, like, if you look at, in every aspect, objectively, it's a terribly made film. But, if you look at your enjoyment factor out of it, it's going to vary. And for me, you know, with that, it was high on the enjoyment scale, so. Yeah, I tend to agree. I think it's probably, you know, in terms of objective film... It's like three and a half to four range. Uh, if you're watching it for all seriousness or even just as a film itself and, and not really in it for the aspect that it's so bad that it's good, then you're not really going to get much enjoyment out of it. With that said, watching it just to be entertained as a Thanksgiving film, um, I would probably give it around. Yeah, I, I agree, actually, probably around a six and a half to seven. Um, mostly because even at the truncated, like 70 minute running time, still, still too long, really, to be honest with you. Should have been like a 45 minute. Right. It could have, cool. they could have gotten away with just being like a TV show length. Sci-fi uh, idea. Like special. Yeah. yeah. And I think that would have worked. Um, I'm, I'm not under the impression either that some of this stuff was intentional. I actually think it was just unintentional and it, it worked to its advantage. Um, but either way, I don't, it doesn't really matter if it was intentional or unintentional. It just matters how it comes off to the viewer. So in that sense, I did have fun with it. I think it's, you know, it's a, it's a weird and often funny movie, whether intentional or not, it's not up to me to decide. I just found it funny. So I think it could be entertaining, especially for people in parties or, you know, if you've been drinking or if you just want to have fun. It'd be a fun drinking game. Like if you yeah, a fun drinking game or if you just want to have fun like the day before Thanksgiving or something like that. It's a perfect uh, example of, you know, what people can do with a low budget when they recognize that they really don't have the means to make a really, like, what a quote-unquote good movie. So they set out to just make the most ridiculous movie that they can. And I think that's really what you get as the product with, with uh, Thanksgiving. Now, did you know that there is a sequel? Yes. Thanksgiving I, three. Yeah. yeah, they went the they went the old traveling Wilburys route with yes. their n- naming scheme. You know, with volume one, the volume three is the second album. They, you know, yeah, because the Thanksgiving two, I think, is actually like a meta thing that they do within the film itself. I think I've never seen Thanksgiving three, so I don't know. Maybe it's Thanksgiving 
Killing 2 takes place in here when the radioactive turkey part. That, that could be. Maybe, like, that's technically Thanksgiving 2 because you got two movies in one, you know? Yeah, and then, um, you know, maybe we'll do Thanksgiving 3 next year. I love that in the end credits they said, to be continued, dot, 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 in space. So, again, that's how you know it. They're like... Again, yeah, that's a that's definitely a nod. You know, that's, that's like, recognizing, like... If Leprechaun and Jason can do it, why can't we? It's great. I would like to see it in space. I don't think Thanksgiving 3 is in space, though, unfortunately. That's sad. I know. But we'll have to do it next year. Become a, become one of our things? I guess. Like Silent I mean, Night, Deadly Night, and Leprechaun? One of our things. I mean, you're only going to get two years out of it, so. How do you know? Maybe they're going to be making Maybe they'll make another one. Yeah, hopefully. And we'll just keep making one so that Blood and Black Rum podcast can cover If them. Bubsy can get a new game, you know... 20 plus years later. Why can't Thanksgiving get another that's, movie? That's true. All right. So next week we are doing Justice League. Um, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm, mm, not excited for it, but we'll do it. <laughs> uh, How much money do you want to bet right now? Because if the villain is Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. Yeah. Whatever. How You didn't correct my pronunciation every time. You said Steppenwolf. It's Steppenwolf. Whatever. You know what? Jack Kirby's rolling around in his grave right now. Well, he could, probably because he didn't make enough money. He got screwed out of royalties. Probably. But, he probably did. Um, how much do you want to bet we're going to see? Like, Magic Carpet Ride or Born to be Wild in this film? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's not... Or both. Like, what? I wouldn't put a bet on any song being in there. But that that... I mean, I think that would be reaching a little bit. But even so, Thor gets away with it. But it's funny. Yeah, but I mean, they get away with it because they... I mean, there's... In that song, there's a specific reference to a hammer. And it's like, on the nose. immigrant song? Yeah. On the nose. And then, so I think that would be on the nose. I thought it was more just... I I thought it was more just because it's... The immigrant song is about the Vikings. That too, <laughs> but I don't know. So that, that fits more. I think that's know. on the nose for Justice League for Steppenwolf, but I don't know. Well, you saw Suicide Squad, like, oh, they're not good. Then I thought the law. True, it's like, yep, true, true. Like, yeah, yeah. They, they are generally on the nose with the DC. I want, would have, would have so. loved the Vegas odds on that. They probably like, yeah, that song's definitely going to be in there. Yep. Don't, don't even take a bet. <laughs> uh, what would you put odds on uh, Ben Affleck brooding? Um, as Batman or Bruce? As Bruce. Because as Batman, I mean, that's generally the thing is him brooding. I mean, if he's going to, if it's, the film's supposed to be more lighthearted. It is, yeah. I think he'll be cracking Joe. Because in the trailer, they got the line like, what's your superpower? And he's like, I'm rich. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, ha <laughs> I just feel like they're still going to have Bruce being sort of the... Did you see... Um, Appearance games. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, get over it. Yeah, seriously. Uh, did you see uh, Gal Gadot wants out of Wonder Woman if they don't uh, fire Brett Ratner? Yeah, but they did. So she's, she's, there's no way that they're not going to have what Gal was Gadot Brett, come back. What was Brett Ratner's uh, part in the DCU? I'm, I'm not sure. I don't they haven't really been following that that portion of it, the uh, sexual assault charges. And... There's so many now, like, it's becoming ridiculous. Well, it's, it is, it's just hard to follow. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I, I can't say that I'm really 
<clears throat> and some of them too, like oh Louis C.K. It's like he's been saying for years he's a shitty person. Yeah. I'm not surprised he like masturbated in front of somebody. He looks like somebody who'd be like, I'm, I hate my life. I'm, yeah. Ta da. He was producer, by the way, on the, on the DCEU stuff. So does that mean we're not getting Rush Hour 4 now? No, I'll just find another producer. No, he dire- he's the director. Oh, was he? He's di- Yeah, he's directed all the Rush I'll Hour I'll just stuff. find another director. That's why I said, that's why I said when, um, Rush Hour 3 came out, the big thing was, like, they were making a big deal, like, Rush Hour 3, a Brett Ratner film. I'm like, what? And I was always baffled by that. I'm like, okay, he's done the Rush Hour films, which is good. Not because of Brett Ratner, but because of Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Right. And their chemistry. It has nothing to do with Brett Ratner. So, And outside of that, what else has Brett Ratner done? Nothing. I mean, he's done a shit ton, but not, like, anything, like, really yeah, noteworthy. Yeah, nothing, nothing that you were... Oh, X Men Last X-Men, Stand, Red Ooh, Dragon, yeah, The Family Man with Nick Cage. Oh, he did that really. Yeah. Some of Nick Cage's better films. Well, that and The Weatherman. <laughs> he is a weatherman in The Family Man. Well, he's also a weatherman in The Weatherman. <laughs> I love The Weatherman, but anyway. All right, so oh, maybe that. I guess he's yeah. not broke. I could have swore he did like... Maybe I'm mixing both of them up. I don't know. I haven't seen either of those films since when they came I out. I love the weather, man. <laughs> um, we'll be back next week with Justice League, so we hope you tune in for that. Hopefully you have a nice Thanksgiving as well, because we're not going to touch around Thanksgiving next week at all. We're just going to talk about Justice League for two and a half hours. <laughs> um, we uh, have a... Obviously, a website, Blood and Black Run Podcast at WordPress.com. You can check us out on Coltsploitation, Coltsploitation.com. Um, join our podcast network as well. We are on Facebook and Twitter. We are also on Patreon, Patreon.com. So, Blood and Black Run Podcast. You can donate to us. Uh, in the near future, starting at the first of the year in January, we are going to be going to a bi weekly schedule instead of the weekly one that we've been doing lately. So we're going to do um, one episode every two weeks. And uh, we also are going to be moving our schedule to Fridays instead of the Thursdays that we drop our episodes on. You will be able to pick up the episode early on Thursdays if you subscribe to our Patreon for just a dollar. Um, And that just helps with uh, the cost of the podcast. So uh, you can get early episodes on our Patreon page. Uh, So check that out. And that will be starting in January. Uh, otherwise, we also have an email address, bloodandblackrumpodcast at gmail.com. You can write to us, let us know what you want us to cover on the show uh, or your thoughts. And you can give thanks to us as well if you want to. Thanksgiving coming up. Um, and then anyways, we uh, appreciate you listening to us. And thanks for listening to our Thanksgiving episode. Hopefully, if anybody's listening that made Thanksgiving, uh, maybe you can weigh in on the intentional versus unintentional aspects of the film. That would be very interesting. Write to us. We'll bring it up on the next episodes of the show. All right. We'll be back next week with Justice League for that train wreck. So hopefully you uh, tune in and thank you for listening. Take care.